Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Paul Broads, I hope you've had a lovely festive winter Decemberville and, like me, uh, are struggling to move right now. I'm fairly sure I'm at the point where I'm going to visit a GP any day, uh, having found a mysterious lump, and they'll tell me it's just a roast potato that had nowhere else to go. Um, It's very nearly 2019, the UN's year of the periodic table of chemical elements, which makes sense, as post-Christmas I've been releasing some very noble gases. Yes, a fart joke. But before the new year arrives, it is Parpol Broads tradition, well, as of last year, for a few predictions from our least favourite, whatever the opposite of a prophet is, a trumpet maybe? Yes, that's right. It's Nustradamus and his predictions. Greetings, followers and wackalites. And yes, here we are again at the dawn of a new anarm. And year as well. My, didn't 2018 fly by like the blink of an eye? An eye with severe conjunctivitis and blinks that last 365 days. It was a year that in the future historians will refer to it as that fucking year. And they will. I have foreseen it and five seen it too because I'm that that good. So, what will 2019 bring, apart from a year that when you write it down and turn it on its side, it looks like a small Cyclops Elvis? Go on, do it. See? Hmm. Well, fear not, my petty person credules, for I am here to give you a kickstart, or at least a stumble, so that you fall on your face slightly before everyone else does, and let you know just what's in store for the upcoming year. If you'll remember, at the end of 2017, I predicted such events as... By July, Theresa May will still cling on to number 10, using an industrial clamp and a full bottle of Loctite. It will take three weeks for the fire brigade to free her, though this is mainly because after years of public sector pay freezes, they refuse to treat it as an emergency. 
In October, after the UK has only managed trade agreements with just Austria for low tariffs on wieners and selling the mass exports of Toby jugs, Theresa May announces that everything is going brilliantly and is the best ever and that she wants a Brexit that is crispy on the outside but mm, soft in the middle. Every single Brexit advisor resigns in August, causing May to announce that her new advisor is Paul the Octopus. And when she's told that he died in 2010, she refuses to comment. In September, Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson writes an article for The Telegraph called If You Close Your Eyes, It's Like None of It Is Happening, before denouncing that article a week later by saying he's never closed his eyes in his life, instead using his stupid fringe as a shield against dirt or light. Calls for him to resign come a week later when he tweets a link to the locations of all UK Secret Service agents around the globe before deleting it and saying it wasn't an accident, it was nonsense and why would agents be in any of those countries when they're all clearly shitholes before then having to retract that as well and individually visit each shithole and apologise which he does but only while being racist about them at the same time. And of course, all of that came true. All of it. So with that in mind, and it is all in my mind, be prepared for some serious future true things for 2019. Ministers will vote almost unanimously for May's Brexit deal after she renames it Not May's Deal. The only MPs who don't vote for it are Prime Minister Theresa May herself, who forgets that she renamed it and won't vote for something that isn't her deal, and David Davis, who gets stuck in the toilet and after 12 attempts to get out that mainly include hoping someone else will do it for him, he decides to just quietly live in there as it clearly won't be as bad as everyone says, and then he isn't discovered until 2022 where he's managed to survive largely on toilet roll and toilet water. As a result of this, Britain will slowly peter out of the EU like an 80s power ballad. Most countries in Europe won't even realise the UK has left until they notice the milk in the fridge is 10 months old. The British public have mostly stopped caring, but one man insists on replying to every MP on Twitter with the words, Europe? What about my rope? And no one has a clue what he means. Noel Edmonds is made Brexit secretary, but leaves within nine days. Labour will finally announce their Brexit stance in July, several months after the UK has already left, assuring voters that they'd like to keep one foot in Europe and one out, straddling the channel like a shit colossus, occasionally weeing on a ferry. Because it's too late to actually change the negotiations, instead Peter Jackson buys the rights and makes it into a film starring Tilda Swinton and a packet of crisps. In February, Home Secretary Sajid Javid will step up his leadership bid by having himself deported. Theresa May will hold on to power, but only because her fingers are so rigid that she can't let go of a battery that she picks up in January. She resigns as Prime Minister after deciding the only way to gain popularity is to dance through every public appearance and insists on attempting to floss during a memorial on Armed Forces Day in June, causing St John's Ambulance to attend to her, assuming she's having a fit.
And so an immediate leadership race starts in the Conservative Party. But after absolutely no one can garner enough support to stand, Boris Johnson, Jeremy Hunt and Amber Rudd all become Prime Minister at once, deciding on all policies by using the improv three-headed monster game where they can only each say one word at a time. Nearly all policies for the rest of the year consist of the word and 600 times. A general election is called very quickly. Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn decides not to run in that general election after announcing that he respects all voters and all participants and their points of view equally. As a result, Labour donate all their votes to food banks, which is rendered useless when the three-headed beast Prime Minister makes a policy that food banks are only for the very richest to deposit their food in and gain tax-dodging levels of, of yummy interest on them in the form of cronuts. Boris Johnson decides that people might like him if he campaigns against Japan's commercial whaling industry, but while over there on a visit in August, he is harpooned and used for his blubber. The Liberal Democrats double in number after visiting a hall of mirrors as part of a team day. Former Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab is taken into care after he's found shouting, Where's the switch to turn you off? at the moon. In March, Anna Soubry threatens to resign from herself after announcing that her own inability to rebel against all the government decisions she pretends she doesn't like is letting the country down. But then she doesn't bother and says it's Jeremy Corbyn's fault. UKIP leader Gerard Batten hires a potato as their new policy advisor on immigration. In the US, the government remains on shutdown after President Trump insists on trying to restart it using Control-Out-Delete on his keyboard and then hires in someone who's never used a computer to do it too. Saudi Arabia vow to modernise more and announce that they'll be allowing women to stone themselves from April onwards. They also announce a moratorium on journalists who criticise the regime, but due to a translation issue, that's just what they name the place where they bury all the limbs of those they chop up. Yellow vest protests continue in France throughout the year, despite Macron consistently changing his policies. Bizarrely, though, his approval ratings go up tenfold after it's revealed that road accidents have reduced dramatically. And, of course, there are all the many things that I just can't tell you about. All you'll get all stressed and panic by kitchen roll and cocktail sausages. And that just can't be risked right now, as I'm a responsible soothsayer and I speak only soothing things like, ooh, clean sheets. But what I, Nostradamus, can predict is that you will have a very interesting year, ruined only by weekly, partly political broadcast podcasts, which should help you to sleep in between all the panicking. Happy surviving! Mwah! 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hmm. Well, uh, not sure any of those are valid. Thanks, Nostradamus. Um, so instead, uh, I, I can't just leave you on that, some very unvalid predictions. Instead, here are some predictions from some more reliable sources to get you going. Yes, that's right. I asked some comedians I worked with over the past few weeks for some info on what they think is going to happen in 2019. How are we? I think all of us Remainers are going to be proved massively wrong, and actually Brexit's going to be a massive success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really great. That's beautiful. I'm really pleased to hear that. Yeah, I, I've, I haven't been uh, living in a cave for the last six months, but um, I'm guessing it's all going great, is it? <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Don't, cool. don't worry about it, Harry. Enjoy your cave. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. The past year, 2018, has been completely crazy politics-wise. What do you think the future holds in 2019 for politics? Well, this is sort of cheating because, as you know, I'm a time traveller and I have been to the future. So I can tell you 100% that in 2019, the floor is made of lava, like like everywhere. So there's no politicians or anything because they're all... Oh, they're all melty. <laughs> so, do, do any of us survive? What can we like? Any tips? Stand on chairs. They, for some reason, they seem to be impervious to lava, as as the scientists have told me. Um, or uh, um, couches as well. Yeah, those yeah. those are lava re- retardant. Thanks, mate. That's really invaluable advice. Everyone, get on your chairs. Yeah, get on your chairs. Ja- January first. January first through till. December 31st, 2019, get on the chairs. Lava Retardant is my MC name, by the way. Johnny! Johnny. 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 Uh, In February, the uh, Wasp overlords uh, will finally reveal themselves, um, and so it really won't matter about Brexit. Do we all get stung to death, or do we get ruled as, like, sort of slaves to wasps? I think we we just get very quickly worked into the side of the hives. You know, like we just become sort of fodder that makes the walls. Um, And it's a very slow and painful uh, death, but in many ways it's a relief because it's been a terrible couple of years. Great. What are you going to do in January then until it happens? Oh, January. I've got a couple of gigs, so... (laughs) uh, I should... I should... I should die quite solvent, which is... Uh, that's something my mother would have wanted. Oh, that's great. Good, yeah. good. I'm very glad. <laughs> I think that we will discover that Theresa May literally cannot be killed. <laughs> I, I, I think when we discover that she's she's descended from Rasputin, uh, they've tried everything, there's no confidence vote has gone through. At the time you're listening to this, for all I know, she, her head will have come off and just grown back. 
she will be held down in a shallow puddle for 40 minutes and she'll just come up and go <coughs> she's like the black knight in uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail nothing kills her and you know she's there to bring us the Brexit that we wanted even though that was not quite clear from the referendum question um, if I absolutely had to try and do something for what well, my political prediction is that it's really bad man it's really bad <laughs> it, it's the people are going to get even more split even more kind of polarized and well let me ask you in which case what's your no deal brexit survival tip have you got one Oh yeah, I, I I have one. Yeah, I have an Irish dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn and, you! And I got his you. birth certificate. Finally, literally, like two days ago. Finally, I've got his birth certificate. So I am an Irish citizen. Uh, unfortunately, my wife isn't, and without living in Ireland for a while, she won't be one. So um, that won't help me because I'm not going to move to the rest of Europe. But uh, you know, it'll help me gigging in the rest of Europe. Um, Do you have a favourite tinned good that you'll be stuck piling? <laughs> Yeah, like those worms that leap out of you. <laughs> I mean, I th- that's going to be what's left. And I think by selling those with new labels on them. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, boy, 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 Frankie, uh, 2019 political predictions. Where um, there's a lot, there's a lot of areas that we could cover. How about Brexit? Let's start with Brexit. Um, do you want my what guess, or do you want like? Analysis. Your in, informed <laughs> political uh, is 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 there analysis? But it's kind of all guess, isn't it? Right now. Well, I don't think so. I mean, I think like the the most likely thing to happen, like if you take them in order, is the most likely thing is we go out of the EU by automatic operation of law because nothing has to happen for that to happen. So that's already been passed with Article Fifty. Um, and the second most likely thing uh, is that they go for Theresa May's deal in some way. Because, um, again, nothing has to happen for that. It's already been negotiated and everything else is more difficult. So they could legislate for a second referendum. And it could be, like, as we talk now, it could be that Theresa May is trying to organise that. But even now she's doing it through a cutout, isn't she? She's organising it through, it's supposed to be they're doing it behind her back. <laughs> what, who? The Deputy Prime Minister? Oh, okay. Um, so she's trying to maintain some kind of semantic distance even from that. So that I think is the third most likely thing to happen. But, you know, there's certainly things things like that can happen. Have you got preparations for a no deal? Have you stockpiled stuff? Um... No, but I'm I'm about to start. <laughs> <laughs> Ch- yeah. Choice uh, tinned food. What are you going for first? Um, I think uh, just really overshop at Christmas and then have a <laughs> really really. Uh, also, like you want to stockpile stuff that makes you want to die. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking <laughs> friends box sets, fucking uh, quince, um, pickle. Uh, you know, if you've got a, like a bunker full of good stuff, I mean, you're just living on in misery, aren't you? Eating from fucking hampers. I mean, you're much better to get something that's going to push you out there and fucking get a few bodies in before it's all over. <laughs> that's, that's solid advice. Uh, okay, uh, Trump? And Trump will just roll on. I mean, all that kind of 
misplaced optimism people have of Miller's gonna get him and you know it's all just kind of like magical thinking again it's exactly like the article 50 thing with Brexit the most likely thing is that Trump rumbles on to the next election um, because to stop that happening something has to happen and, and you know nothing's going to happen I can't believe people are encouraged by the idea that whoever malfeasance he's involved in might be with Putin so therefore the information about it will be in Russia like the most difficult place to get it guarded by the most difficult devious fucking person where they've literally changed all their you know the FSB files are paper now so they can't be taken out of the building so they can't you know they can't yeah. be cyber attacked you've literally got to steal a paper folder Mission Impossible file it's not to say it's not true or that that couldn't happen, but it's unlikely to happen. Are you of the thing? This is what I often think: is that the reality is far more boring than the you know what we're told. You know that this idea that there's lots of intelligence, cyber, all these things that are going on. I often wonder if people are actually good enough to do most of that. Do you know why it's boring? Though is that there isn't like there isn't action reaction in the same way that we think of it in a narrative from a, a film or a book. So I don't think someone like Putin does things so that other things happen I think he would consider that to be an incredibly naive way of looking at the world, I think he's probably more like someone like J. Edgar Hoover or something like that where he creates situations where certain things are more likely to happen or where or where options narrow I mean you look at some of the stuff about did Russian bots interfere in Brexit and Cambridge Analytica and all that kind of stuff I mean, it seems like if you believe all that stuff, what they were actually trying to do was narrow the the range of things that might happen. Um, you know, and I think there's a lot of that goes on. Um, you know, I, th- I think their idea of if 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 they if you could get them all to sit in a room and listen to what we thought had happened with Cambridge Analytica during Brexit, they would find it incredibly naive. <laughs> So, uh, what do you think? Are there going to be any political hotspots next year? Anything you think that we should look out for? Or anything? In fact, is there anything you're particularly concerned about next year? Apart from obviously the things that we've already mentioned, um, the rise of the right in Britain um, is a real thing and a real danger. And there's also a quite patrician element on parts of the left. Or really, what I guess what gets called the centre in Britain. I don't really think of it as being the centre of anything that seems quite radically right wing in some ways but um, those people that are like a second referendum's okay how dare you threaten me that the the right will rise as a result of this I mean you're just ignoring reality I mean you're just ignoring it is a second referendum which um, doesn't have a hard Brexit on the the paper uh, which is quite likely I mean that's what most people mean by a second referendum it's not really talked about but they mean some form of deal or or remain, um, then that will unleash a lot of far right forces in Britain, and that will um, give them something that they can really work with. And remember, they don't give a fuck about Brexit. Tommy Robinson, like the Brit, the right in Britain historically are very unbothered about uh, immigration from Europe. That's not that's not their main area of interest. They have a different area of interest. They're they're extreme racists. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they will have a field day. I, I'm, there was that interview, wasn't there, with the, the person who used to work with Tommy Robinson, who said that mainly he, he sits around just eating crisps all day, <laughs> which I thought was an amazing <laughs> insight. It's not even his real name. Like, so he's got a real name that sounds yeah. like his fake name's fucking probation officer. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, in Britain and, and the history of kind of racism in Britain, I mean, it wasn't uh, until like uh, we joined the the EU that anyone even thought about immigration from Europe. Uh, or, or even quantified mm. it in any way because there were there were loads of people um, uh, immigrating to Britain uh, post-war from Europe um, more than from the Commonwealth that nobody ever really talked about and the idea now that they would be swept up in some kind of Windrush type thing because you know their grandparents came from Poland or something it's just ridiculous you know and that's because they're white and that's you know that's an incredibly racist um, position that we find ourselves in. So, uh, the hardest question, is there anything that we should be looking forward to next year? <laughs> Apart from New World Order, the next series, obviously. Um, anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you could look forward to stuff. You might get a general election that um, got rid of the Tories. I mean, you might do, but they're, I mean, they're just very unlikely to call an election until their polling's much better. Um, you might get Trump impeached or something it's incredibly unlikely um yeah you know i'd say concentrate on your favorite sports team (laughs) (laughs) keep your head down till maybe about 2023 and you know things might get better merry christmas (laughs) merry christmas (laughs) big thanks to howard beck johnny paddy nick and frankie for that um the podcast will be back in a couple of weeks uh, unless it needs to return quicker and why not start the year as you mean to go on by donating to the ko-fi.com forward slash bro site which now has a monthly donate option too oh you can buy me a coffee every month um or the patreon.com forward slash bro site um or even just give the show a review or tell someone you know to give it a listen go on make it a resolution my resolution fyi is going to be uh, to not do things i don't want to do which do mean that i'm going to have to quit the podcast and stop changing my daughter's nappies till 2019 joke i am not gonna quit the podcast have a very happy new year or at least not a shit one bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.